like we got a little situation going on in Colorado there. Um, first thing I want everybody to do, when we're done with this show, you're going to read the Treaty of Ghent. And the first article is all you really need to read. Then you're going to listen to the audio from December 2nd on the audio section. I have some dude. Then you're going to read part, parts of the Lever Code, um, FM 2710 on Surrender and POWs, and FM 25 regarding forts being under military contract, and all that's common scans and other stuff, a section of I am some dude. All right. What we've got is a friend of ours is going through a foreclosure. We did all the paperwork, did the surrender, did the authentications, all the other stuff, and now they've thrown her out of her house today. All right, this is actually a violation of the Treaty of Ghent, which is done in 1814, um, which basically brought an end to the hostilities between the English and the Americas, the American, the American nation and the English under the crown, and they're bound to return all properties net seized before or after this treaty. So my whole thing is you do use the authentication of birth record for full faith and credit to come in to enforce the treaty. You're doing it under, under DBA. I would use Kurt's waiver of claim. I have a co- I made up a copy myself, so I'll forward that off um, to show that you're not making any claims. And you use a mandatory judicial notice of the treaty again under U.S. Constitution Article 6, Clause 2, which is this Constitution of the laws of the United States, which shall be made in pursuance thereof, and all treaties made or which shall be made under the authority of the United States shall be supreme law of the land, and the judges in every state shall be bound thereby, and anything in constitutional laws of any state to the contrary notwithstanding. The United Nations Declaration of Human Rights, along with the First Amendment right, and accept the oath of office of the judge. Uh, I would put it right into the court case as a mandatory judicial notice, and then put in questions, one of jurisdiction, which you're not going to say it's just you can ask a question. What facts do you have? There's, there's some manner of contract that is controlling that proves one knowingly, willfully, and voluntarily up to full disclosure signed on to something that bears the other party's signature as well. Question of constitutional authority is what facts you have. There is something by or through your alleged constitution that compels my performance. And the reason why is your, your counterclaim against these actions is under a special relationship. You're coming in as Doe, Jane, or Don, doesn't matter, civilian citizen operating by and through that name, and coming in peace as a sick and wounded POW, suffering injuries at the hands of senior officers and agents using their positions of power and authority in the host nation for private property gain through forced commercial intercourse, pillage, and plunder, resulting in the wanton destruction of private and public property without authority in violation of, of Article the First of the Treaty of Ghent which is 8 stat 1, 218, and Articles 42, 44, 46, and 47 of the Lever Code, with this honor of the authenticated indemnity receipt issued by the commanding officer under Article 38 for surrender of the use of fruct in violation of the trust, which is the number of the bond we issued to the county. The relief requested is, you know, as, as, as that audio, this is why I want you all to listen to that audio on December 2nd, because he goes over that. So as, a Jane, as Jane or John Doe, civilian citizen, have been subject to indentured servitude and slavery since the date of birth, and under Article 43 of the Lieber Code, stand on titles of the rights and privileges of a free man. 
and then you go through and list what your revenue, what you, what you really want. You want restoration of property, IDs given to you, all that other good stuff. This is how we're going to enforce this. And if you need to, you come in as a private attorney general using a silver bond. And the private attorney general is done under the, one of the first laws, or like, like a 1990 law. Let me pull it up here real quick. Under uh, 1866 Act of Congress, to which all these guys are subjected by the virtue of their acting as if they're the state. So they took they, they took it upon themselves to act as the state, thus they're entitled to the benefits and subject to the liabilities. It's Pee Wee Cole. They're de facto trustees now. <clears throat> so when they don't when they don't operate accordingly and they want to come in here and act belligerent, then your remedy is always under the Libra Code. And it's always under that treaty. It's under a treaty enforcement, not the, not the treaty for the house up thing like that. This treaty again has been in place since 1814. Um, it was it, so it's before and after the peace. It's it, it, the peace agreement, but before and after. So you got to come in and enforce it. This is the this is the reason you go into federal court for it. You can go in. You can go into your state court wherever wherever the action's handling, and you give them a judicial notice and give them three days. You have a three-day notice to cure. Because this is a treaty or show cause where the treaty doesn't apply. And now they have three days. You can basically give them 10 for the default. But you're coming in, and if you have to go to a federal court, you're going to enforce it under 15 U.S.C. 1, which is 26 Stat 209 to protect trade and commerce against un unlawful restraints of monopolies. All right, they're just usufructory of that property. They don't have the right to kick you out of it. They don't have the right to fucking remove anybody. They're use of fraught of it. You're the naked fee owner, which means you also have the right to use it. So they can, they're basically committing an act of war against you. So once they commit an act of war, then your remedy switches, your, your quote remedy, back over to Lieberco and Article 43 and 55 of the Hague along with this, this treaty because this is your peace. This is where we're going to get the peace. And it also is Nuremberg. So you also want to throw in there Nuremberg. So I'm not sure how to write it all up. I'm not a legal writer. But I do know that all you really need to do is a judicial notice and a notice of filing with a counterclaim. And your counterclaim would be the suffering and you would come in that there are no facts. You would do a specific averment. There are no facts. That there's some manner of contract that proves knowingly, willfully, and voluntarily that bears anybody's signatures, that bears both parties' signatures, and there is no facts that show there's something by or through the alleged Constitution, their Constitution that compels your performance. So what they're doing is they're putting you in a position of slavery, and the second they did that, you go into U.S. court, you're automatically entitled to the rights and privileges of free men by virtue of coming in contact with the military, by coming in contact with the U.S. That's Article 43 of the Libra Code. And so that's basically the overview. I'm not sure what else we need there. So I have it all written down. Uh, I was writing it up as we did it, so you don't have to take notes. You just have to listen. So 
you do the second they try and roll over it. Authentication of birth record, DBA. I kind of like Kurt's waiver of claim just to, just to throw it in there because it seems to be working out. shows you're not making claims against their shit. And then you're coming in there as a, as a sick and wounded POW suffering injuries because they're, they're ignoring the identity you're seeing. They're ignoring your surrender. Therefore, you're either in prison, jail, and if you're in jail, you're in jail without trial. So therefore, you're a position of servitude, or you're a POW, by which way you surrender and go to peace, and you're entitled to the protections as such under under their various rules of war. So, anybody have anything to add? <laughs> so that's basically it, man. That's basically it in a nutshell. I don't have to pay for it yet. I just kind of thought of this today. Thank God for whatever the hell little emotional problem I had last night because it allows me to clear my head and think of this shit. But uh, we're pretty much, that's pretty much what I was thinking. So what I'll do, if you all sent an email to me, at, I am some dude. I'll go ahead and uh, I'll go ahead and uh, send over articles to you, or be a better yet, I'll probably end up putting it on the website, just sending you all a link, and we'll just keep it quiet for right now. So we're not, I'm not going to put it up as an article or anything. We'll just put this as quiet, and I'll put the uh, the audio you can come here, the art, the the paperwork you can get from the website, and I'll put it under a link, and I'll zip it up, and all the other good stuff. If anybody wanted to chat in there and get anything else with it or what's going on, so I guess that's pretty much simplest. That's about as much simplistic as I can get it, guys. <laughs> I don't know what else to do with it.
the guise of judicial, but technically Colorado's a non-judicial state. Okay, so they got a, they've got a writ of execution, they've got a judgment against her, correct? No. Um, the judge did a denial of possession of this guy that was trying to get her house. Okay. This guy that was trying to get her house is the client of that con man I was telling you about. Okay. Okay. We went to the postmaster two weeks ago and took all his mail that he was sending to her home. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The postmaster said that she would take care of it and bring in the, um, the OIG or the IG because the post office does not like to be used for this fraud to steal property. Okay. So how did they, okay, so did the sheriff show up? Yes. I mean, okay, the sheriff showed up. So what, the order, did the sheriff, what, what order did the sheriff show up with? Nothing. He showed up with nothing. They, no, 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 there's, one, no, there's no, there's no rate of execution? Nope. So no, there's no, no court order? order? Nope. No replevin. No, no rid of rid of rid of replevin. Nothing like nope. that. Nope. Nope. Well, if it's a non-judicial state, why do they want? Why would they want to go to court? If it's non-judicial, they don't have to go to court. The letter doesn't have to go to court. Why do they want to take you to court? Well, she she in one way or in another has actually been in court for over six years. Their statute of limitations for taking the property is over. So, so, do you, so, do you have a, so do you have a deed of trust or a mortgage? Pardon me? Did, did you have a deed of trust or a mortgage? Um, I, I believe uh, she had a deed of trust. Somehow it's tied to the municipality through BB&T in North Carolina. Well, you have no, well, the municipalities <laughs> have nothing to do with you. They can't, if there's, they there's, a, statute, there's a statute of uh, large, to statute at large 915 section 607 that says that no officer or employee under uh, uh, can directly or indirectly practice law in any court in the United States. Uh, yeah, administrative officer, any officer or employee of an administrative court cannot practice law directly or indirectly against you. So what is the, what is, what is the power of sale clause? So there's a, there should be a clause in there for power of sale. What is I, I don't I don't even know that there is one. Okay. Okay. Well, here's the deal. They, they shouldn't be able to do all this shit. All right? They shouldn't be able to do it, but they're not playing by the rules. No, so if they're, they're, not. they're not playing by the rules, then the rule is what? They're using their position of power and authority for private profit and gain. It's pointless to argue about or go in and try and stop them from what they're doing. So what we're, what we're going to do, is what, what I suggest people do is cut them off at the pass. Take them, take it, and cut their feet out from underneath them from their ability to use their office in their position. Why don't I just do bond fraud? I don't think their I don't think their bond can handle that that kind of fraud. No, no, I understand, I understand that, but first you have to get somebody to acknowledge it. You have to get That's someone to. So, so you go into the court, you put in a, you go, hey man, I need your help here, and under what is it? Which is the whatever one of those court cases are that says they can't charge you for filing it if you're just coming in to get your rights and you know relief and remedies. Um, what is it? It's New York X Rail versus 
something. I forget which court case it is, but they can't charge you for coming in for that. So you can you come in like you come in under that court case, let them know you're here to correct a wrong, and you do it as you know for the benefit of the whole of the trust, which automatically basically makes you a private attorney general. So you're doing it for the benefit of everybody, the whole of society, because now you're seeking enforcement of a treaty that will stop the hostilities going on between these English agents, the bar member agents, and the people of this country. I actually have that. Let me, let me, I'll email that to you, boys. I actually have what I, let me send you what I use. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's what we're doing. That That's my idea with it, that you don't, don't worry about what they're doing. What they're doing is bullshit anyway. They're just simulating the legal process. All right, but I'm not going to sit there and argue simulation of fucking legal process in their courts. It's irrelevant. It's useless. It's a retarded little thing to do because they're not going to listen to you. You must take into a venue they got to listen. And if you take up the federal, you can enforce us. You can enforce the treaty at the federal level. So it is the pro- when did the property get transferred out of your French Mason? Um. The uh, the man that was trying to get possession interfered with her insurance policy to put it in his name. That's how it happened. Okay, wait a second. So, what is the chain of title at the county? Um, she's still the owner. She's still the owner. Yes. Okay, and there's nothing else that's been filed. No, they they don't change it until they get possession, and then they put in all their indemnity stuff for the county trustee and all of that after they change the names. Right now, her her fake name is Tiffany Hansen. Who's the grantor on the deed? Her 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 all capital name. So did she sign affidavits rescinding all control of the estate over to them? If they're, if no. they're taking possession of the estate, then they're acting as trustee. So they let them pay the fucking tax. Exactly. They're acting as de facto trustee, which makes them subject to the liabilities as they get the benefits. The liabilities are not allowed to use that position for private profit and gain. They're experiencing private profit and gain unless they can show where they're not. That's tax evasion, too. I mean, they to come up and show where there was something issued by the Treasury that shows now you have a liability to their Constitution to collect on a debt, so you have a direct debt obligation. But the receipt of the birth certificate shows you can't be held liable for it because it already already took your use of property. You're just showing the receipt to get indemnification as the fee owner to retain the property for your use. And they're denying it, so it's dishonor of the of the instrument provided by the United States. And I believe I believe we had a lady who went to Treasury at some time, and they returned a birth certificate dishonored. I guess that Treasury lady got fired. They're not allowed to dishonor this fucking thing. They're in dishonor of it, but yet they're still doing this. They yeah. think they can get away with everything. It's just like this: we haven't learned how to present it right because we're fighting what they're doing instead of enforcing against what they're doing. Let them enforce it. Let, let Caesar enforce Caesar's, because he'll protect God's once he understands that Caesar has been rendered unto him. 
So this is Caesar's obligation to fix in the name of one of God's creatures. They're just not supposed to be doing this shit, but they keep running around and dicking around with everybody. So what's the first thing she needs to do? What? What's the first thing she needs to do then? Follow rid of a flood? Follow, follow, follow a... Uh, she needs to do All right. First thing, take the authentication of birth record, take that DBA, take the waiver of claim, dump it all in the court case with a mandatory judicial notice and a mandatory counterclaim against the actions of the people. That's what I just read earlier. A mandatory judicial notice, a treaty of Ghent, under U.S. Constitution Article 4, Clause 2, and the United Nations Declaration of Human Rights along with the First Amendment, and accept his oath of office, and then start asking questions on jurisdiction. Like, what facts do you have? There's some manner of contract. Willingly and the full disclosure, someone bears both parties' signatures. What facts do you have? There's something by or through your alleged constitution that compels your performance. The mandatory counterclaim would be the POW being If I could just jump in here. The county okay. already admitted that they didn't have jurisdiction and moved it to district, and the judge came in on Tiff Tiffany's behalf uh-huh. and, and denied this man possession of the home. Correct. So what you're going to do now is you're going to go to that same judge and tell him there's an international incident of a treaty violation. Okay. And you require his assistance because he's a constitutional officer dedicated to that duty. It's not his job, it's his duty. You don't need his job. That's a mismanagement of the public trust for private profit and gain. That's what these guys are doing, their job. You know, their duty is to the peace. And they're, they're not fulfilling their duty, but they're experiencing benefit from by getting paychecks and using cars and getting that, that quote, protected, that, that, that status that, that the one layer said when we control everything, you know, the protected status or a higher status in, the, in the society or something. That's what they're getting the benefit of. And if they're going to get the benefit of that shit, they better do their damn duty. And they're not doing it. The the postmaster order on that property is okay. essentially from, you know, the United States of America, correct? Correct. And they just ignored so it. They just breached peace and correct. declared war. Correct.
So wouldn't, wouldn't that be a conflict of interest for every local entity? Yeah, that's, why you, that's why you do this. Let, let them investigate it through the treaty because all that would refer back to where it should go. Don't take it all back and revert look, it back because we've got to return that property. Look, everything is a collection of the debts for the FBIC or for the U.S. Okay? Every okay. foreclosure is a collection of the debts for the FBIC. Okay? All these pools go back to the FBIC and they're collection agents for the FBIC. They're collecting for the federal government. Okay. These guys that are buying these things, they get the court gets ten percent, the agents get ten percent, and the servicer gets ten percent, and seventy percent goes back to the FDIC. That's the way, right. that's the, way the entire place is run. Okay. That's about the extent of my knowledge. Yeah, um, but, but all loans, but all loans are insured. So if a loan goes in default, then the deed, then the, then the title insurance pays the mortgage off, and you get the title back. Well, any third, they any third they, party, any third party can pay my debt. If you ask me, hey, I can't pay my credit card month this bill, can you help me out? Capital One, they won't have to take my fucking money to pay your credit card. Same principle. Right, and then that's the way it should be working. In a perfect world, unfortunately, they do not live in a perfect world in Colorado and out west. Yeah. All right. These guys are doing whatever the hell they want to. They're rogue. They've been identified as rogue and everything else. So the second they they start dicking around, I'm just saying if they're going to dick around, we're going to cut their balls off. And we do that by by bringing in a treaty that they're supposed to be operating under. And the Lieber Code, which shows their duties under that public trust, because they just came in as de facto trustee by virtue of acting as if they're the state. I do not. You know, all that other stuff should work automatically. It should already be done. It should be this. It should be that. I understand all the should be, and would be's, and could be's, and all that other stuff. But it is what it is. And once it gets to that, you got to make is not. So we can sit there and argue about what they should be doing. Or we can come in and enforce it to where they gotta do it now, or answer under Nuremberg, which is all international law. They're not allowed to hide behind their corporate veils anymore. That's gone. That's been gone since at least World War II. That's gone. That's no more. They they got it stripped during Nuremberg. They're not allowed to hide from hide behind it. And that's what these guys are doing. They're hiding behind their positions of power and authority to run these things so they can get their ten fucking percent. That's it, because there is no real authority to do anything. All it is is they got some mortgage sitting in their lap, and they come in and claim on it. Well, you come in and put your stuff in that shows where you have indemnification. You're doing all this other stuff. You're doing it to the best of your ability. I don't have to be perfect. I just have to do it to the best of my ability. Good, faith, best effort. To let you all know that I've been working as I'm using the policy. I'm using the indemnification and everything else. The fact they're ignoring it means they're declaring war on you and trying to turn you into a belligerent. Remember, they're going to use terms like sovereign citizen, and they like to argue, and they like to fight, and all this other stuff. Eliminate the fight by showing where you surrendered. And you eliminate their ability to defend their actions. 
has corrected her status all across the board, guys. All right. Now you need to go back to the back to the postmaster and let them know what they've done. Exactly. They've actually taken over a military post. Hey, what's the difference? Yes. What is the difference between what these guys have done and what the Bundys did up in Oregon? Um, they are. I, I would say when Tiffany put me on the phone with the sheriff, I said, you know, what is your name and position? And he gave me the name and told me that he was the deputy, da 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 And I said, one believes that there's a misunderstanding here. And that's all I said. And he hung up on me because he recognized my voice. These are the same men that evicted me from my home that was paid off. Right, and you can also go back and do the same thing. You you can also do that. The one thing is you, you, you're going to take this before someone who actually has the authority to allocate resources within that military structure to take care of this. Okay. I can't do so, it. Well, correct. So here's my question, guys. Federal, state, and county, no one, no one has the authority over the matter, which is me, right? No one. Federal court. They didn't want okay. jurisdiction. We don't have jurisdiction. We don't have subject matter jurisdiction. They wanted me out of there right. as fast as possible. All right. That's because they're coming against you directly. Now you're going to come in and do a treaty enforcement. You better damn well believe someone has jurisdiction over that. Okay. Yeah. Here's the million-dollar question. Who is above federal? That would be uh, UN. UN. Well, we have two incidences that are parallel. Even yeah. the attorneys, the same attorney that was stalking me in one of the courthouses showed up on Tiffany's front door. Same guy. Okay. So, so I think it's important that we just go directly to the UN. Okay, wait a second. So you said Tiffany corrected her status. What is your interpretation of that? Um, the corrected passport, um, corrected, um, in Lamar County, which was accepted and filed. What, what did she file? Uh, a correction of private status. Okay. So. Um, and a few other things that escape me right now. So the postmaster, so she was receiving, what kind of mail was she receiving at her house? All the mail for this man who was trying to establish residency at the home. Okay. That's the one that's stealing the house, right? Yes. Yeah. And so she receives mail too there? Yes. So Tiffany brought it. We met with the postmaster. She handed it over to the postmaster and said, this is not mine. This man does not live in my home. Um, he does not reside there, nor has he ever. And he's essentially using your office to commit what looks, what appears to be fraud. And she agreed. She said, I understand to everything we said. 
question for neglect to prevent. Okay. Let me, let me read it real fast. This, this, is, this is one of the first charged banks. Who's talking right now? Oh, I'm Mark. Give me a second. This is Eddie. Eddie, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Fantastic, brother. Fantastic. Oh, this is Michelle. I'm sorry. I didn't even introduce myself. <laughs> Y'all good? You're good. Who's that other guy talking? Yeah. Every person who having every every person who having knowledge that any of the wrongs conspired to be done and mentioned in section nineteen eighty five of this title are about to are about to commit and having power to prevent or aid in preventing the commission of the same, neglect and refuse to so to so to do if such wrongful acts are committed shall be liable to the party injured. So if you let them know that listen, there's actions that have been taken actions that are taken against me and it's your job to protect us from this. Otherwise, it's ne otherwise, they're a neglect to prevent action. What what is that called? Uh, it's 42 U.S.C. 1986. But I but I use the I use statute larges. I don't use the codes. Um, let me find let me find the statute large. Thing that getting personal mail accomplished. 
to their Social Security public trust. That's how they offer. I, I just held, when I did my case, I held, I, I held two meetings regulatory with the judge. And I let the judge know exactly where I was going to come from, what jurisdiction I was falling under, what his job was, what my job was, what I'm going to do. And we had a chat. We smoked cigars. We had a chat. Yep. He didn't answer, he didn't answer my questions. He, he pretty much just blinked. Yep. Or he, he, uh, he winked at me. Uh, I get winkers. Yeah. Huh? A lot of a lot of them wink at me. You're the only you're the only one I've ever heard where somebody winks at you. Well, well, because he can't give you an answer because he he has to remain quiet, so he can't he can't say yay or nay about something. So he just winks, and then I called the judge. He kept winking. He sometimes he would wink with his right eye, and he winked with his left eye. So I asked him for a piece of paper. I said, are you winking, are you winking a right eye for, for, for the creditor and left eye for the debtor? Mm-hmm. Can you give me a thumbs up? And so that's how, you know, that's how the judge, so the judge was on my side for the entire case. And then, he, then the judge, at my court case, the judge just fucking liquid, liquidated my bond attached to the attorneys and shit like that fucking, and liquidated the entire damn firm. And now the, now the entire firm of 30 employees have to go before the Supreme Court of Texas. To answer why they why they why they impeded on the United States what right to 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 accept uh, or uh, accept damages? I shut that firm down. It's a whole lot different. It's a whole lot different when you're coming in with the claim and setting up the parameters. Right, but but they get you at the door. They get uh, you at the door. They get they get you at the door. With this. As soon as you pay FRNs for that case, you're fucked. Yep. Well, you can't come into that jurisdiction. As soon as you what? As, as soon as you, as soon as you come, they get you at the door. As soon as you walk in to file the paperwork, as soon as you pay to have your shit heard, you're a debtor. Yeah. Every, everything 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 after that. So if, if, if everything's predicated on that on that debtor on that debtor position, that's why you come in and say, No, I'm a creditor, I don't have to pay. Congress said I don't have to pay. Here are the laws, here's the rules. That's what I just I just sent it to Boris Michelle. I just sent I just sent in my my um my exempt my, my, my declaration of fee exemption. And she stamped it with a she she filed she stamped it with a court, court, court stamp. And as soon as she stamped over my now, Boris said you don't have to do all that. You know, Boris's idea is, you know, I, I fucking signed the document. It's a contract. And it is. He's, he's right. But you got to, sometimes you got to play the game. You got to play the game to come out ahead. So what I did, that's what a stamp on it, signed through the stamp, sealed it with my thumbprint. She stamped over that with a court stamp. And now I have a contract with a corporate court. Now the corporate court works for me. She works for my court. And the judge has to recognize that because the corporate court runs the court. So the corporate court tells the judge what to do. So if the clerk of the court has contract with me and, and, she, and she's trustee of my court or notice the agent, well, now the judge is trustee of my court. Now, is that the, are you talking about the deputy clerk with, did that stamp it or the clerk himself or herself? The, the actual clerk of the court. So you went up to the clerk of the court's office, not, you, you didn't go to the window where the deputies were, you went I right went, up to their office? I went, yeah, and I went, to, I went to the window and asked, I asked the clerk of the court. She came out. I said, I need, I, need to, I need you to accept my contract for claim. 
question here really quick. What What is the difference uh, between getting the clerk of court stamp and the deputy clerk? Because this Yahoo guy or whatever his name is. The clerk is the uh, court authority. When you dock your vessel on the port, the clerk of the court is the port authority. You give the, when you give the port authority is your, 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 your certificate of manifest, which would be your, your, your illicit cargo, which would be your court case. So you give them the clerk of the court, and the clerk of the court acts, acts as the the, uh, the port authorities. And if the port authorities accepts your accepts your uh, your 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 uh, manifest your manifest your your cargo manifest, then you, then you have permission to unload your unload your vessel, your cargo, and straw land into a foreign into a foreign jurisdiction. She has accepted my she accepted my contract as foreign jurisdiction to come in and have my and have my case be heard. So she said that she accepted she accepted my cargo onto their foreign onto their foreign land. So now I, so now I have I have a I have a I have a, a contract through the UPU because it's a stamp. I have a contract uh, international plan through the UPU and through the treaties the congressional treaties the UPU to have my case be heard in equity and not in civil court because civil court and and court equity are two different things. So this this guy that was trying to pull a fast one and went against the judge. He has a deputy clerk stamp on the paperwork. Yeah, it's better to get the clerk to court. I go straight to the top. A deputy clerk stamp? What do you mean, deputy clerk? What kind of... Okay, I keep asking you about paperwork, and you tell me there is no paperwork. So now you're going to um, tell me about some deputy clerk stamp. Well, so and that's... What's that paperwork? Um, he was trying to get possession... Yeah. And then the judge did a denial of him trying to get possession. Okay. Sounds like he just commandeered your sounds like he just commandeered your vessel and just took possession of the vessel. It's not his job to do it. It's a clerk of the court's job. The clerk does all that, not the deputy clerk. Deputy clerk is no the deputy clerk is Barney Fife. You go straight to fucking Andy. Okay, so then this man that's trying to get possession of Tiffany's house put on the public record that he claimed all pediments of the history of her house. They can't do that. It's a private claim. It's not. It's not to be put on. It's not for public record. Well, he claim. put it on the public record. You do every. You do every. You file your case as a special deposit to maintain the equitable title in the, the, the equitable title and legal title of the case. You just get, by doing by doing public, you just gave up equitable title. Now you have an equity. In order to get equity, in order to receive equity, you have to give equity. Well, you didn't give any equity because you just gave it up by putting it on public record. You got to you got to record it as a special deposit, not a general deposit. You got to you got to record it specifically, not generally. Because if you, if you if if you do it specifically, then you can then you're saying there's no controversy. We're going to handle this. We're going to handle this matter outside of court through uh, or through the private the private side of the court. If you do it generally, that means there's controversy, and you want to come in and argue. And, debt, and creditors don't argue. Creditors don't argue. They don't give testimony. They come in and they they pee on the fucking tree. And if they don't pee on this tree, it's my tree. So by filing on the public record, you just gave up equity. And you just gave you just surrendered, well, coercively, I guess, because they're supposed to tell you. Because Plasky versus CIA states they're supposed to come in and protect your rights with jealousy. They're supposed to protect the estate's rights with jealousy. 
and they didn't do that. He, they're supposed to, he, they're supposed to tell he you. did that. He right. put it on the public. Well, he works. Well, well he works. For, he works for court. He's the deputy court. He works for court. So he was supposed. That's his job. His job is to protect you and tell you, no, hold on a minute. Hold, hold on. You need to do this. He knows. He knows how you're coming in, and he doesn't want to be held liable. He wants your. He wants possession, and now he's liable. Now the deputy, the deputy clerk is now liable to the cargo of your vessel, because <coughs> okay. he, he himself, by 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 self-appointment, appointed himself trustee. I mean, a beneficiary of the uh, beneficiary of the uh, of the cargo, because you filed it generally. You said if there's controversy, here you handle this shit. I give up all my equity. You have, you hold the equity, and I'm gonna come in and argue. So now you're acting. So now they see you as a belligerent because you want to argue, because you came in as a debtor using using debt notes against the Trade with Enemy Act. That's how they see it, but they don't tell you that. But that's how they interpret it. Well, and you know, I I met Tiffany in September. So, you know, we've done our best. Um, all you have to do is show intent. All all you have to do is mm-hmm. show your intent, and everything else that's their job under trust law. Exactly. Under- exactly. You showed your intent by doing the, the surrender of the indemnity receipt, yeah. along with your DBA and your and your waiver of claims and everything else. Everything else y'all are talking about, man, is me acting like them. I shouldn't have to do any of that shit. I should just go yeah. in there and enforce the one here. Now I have this. I want full faith and fucking credit of the United States, and here's this treaty over here saying you were supposed to be at peace. Why am I not at peace? Why is everybody declaring war against me? It's time-consuming, but you can actually do this, and I actually thought about doing this. You take a court case, have you uh, go get it, uh, get it notarized, and then go get it authenticated at the, at the, at the federal level. And now you have, and, and it'll show on that, on that on that cover page. It'll show full faith and credit. Same for the birth certificate. Look, the birth certificate itself is basically your entitlement to full faith and credit of all the laws. That so why is this law not being forced? Well, and all your things, observe notes and everything else. All reserve note it does shows that. And again, and again, and again, what happens when they roll over? 
it. And where do you go for enforcement? This is what this whole call was about. It's not about getting it to establish the contract. Okay. It's where you already get it. You know, the contract's already there. Okay. It's done. And it's already in It's already there. There's already a contract in place. That's not the argument here. How do you come in and enforce it? You just come in under that under that treaty. Come in under a fucking treaty. They have to do that. They can't argue a treaty. The judge has to take knowledge of it. He has to be bound to it. It's our it's yeah, no, that's, that's, that's why he's the stance. You come in under under the UPU and under under the United Nations. Well, that's one way, yeah, but I guess that's, 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 that's the way I did it. You come in under however, whatever treaty you need to come in under, but that's well, how you're going to do it. You're going to get them to enforce the fucking treaty. Well, that's what I did. I'm going to say what I did, though. I came in, I, I came in using stamps to invoke the UPU. And that, okay. That, that, that work all, your, all that does is show you exercise the benefit of a treaty, and that's what you're standing on. All right. That's really that's really what that's really all that does. It's nothing spectacular and special about it, other than that. So when Michelle comes in under this, well, she can come in under that treaty against her under UPU, however they want. But the thing is, when you're using the stamps, she's not force it. The postman forces that shit. But she made that the, 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 the pastor said that she didn't. That they can't, they won't do that because they don't want to be liable for the, or they don't want, to, they don't want to be a part of it. I might have heard that wrong. They are a party to it by the virtue of her using the registered mail and stamps. They're already a party to it. The postmaster well, local would involve herself in it, but the ones who run the show above her. Oh, the see, postmaster took the everything point. very seriously. Yes. She said she under understand. I understand. I understand everything that I said. Now go bring her the violations that just occurred and tell her, what are you going to do about this? Or tell her I'm done. Because you've invoked a treaty. You've invoked an, uh, a treaty obligation in the United States. And somebody's got to enforce that thing. If nobody's going to enforce the treaties, then, then we don't have it. Then you don't really have law in this country, and we can go around shooting the attorneys at will because they just declare war on the people. That's my understanding. If there, if nobody's going to force treaty, then my understanding is every attorney is open game because that's the English coming over here to try and put us under subjugation, and I have every right to defend my right of self-determination. So her first, so her first defense would be to go to the postmaster and say, "Listen, these attorneys are a violation of the Smith Act, overthrow the constitutional government, and and, and violation of the Taft Hartley Act, operate under a closed union shop." And and by them doing that, they're stopping they're, they're stopping the the United States from collecting damages. Right, and that's why you're coming in on behalf of the public trust, on, on behalf of the society in general. Don't make this about Tiffany. Don't make it about Michelle. Don't make it about yourself. You'll well, always make it about the United States getting denied its benefits. Right, about them doing yeah so, yeah, so you need to come in under, so go to the post office and say, listen, these rats are violating the Smith Act and violating the Taft-Hartley Act. And by them doing that, they're committing sedition in violation of 15 U.S.C. 1. What are you going to do about it? That's treason. 2381. They face the hangman's noose at high noon. It says that. So there's be drugs in the nearest intersection hung by the neck at high noon, and, and they're to remain in that state until dead as an example to the tyranny brought upon the United States. 
Exactly. And you bring it in through the federal court under a treaty under, under treaty enforcement. That way the judge has to take notice of it. That way the judge has to do it. He can't just lollygag around it. So you don't even have to bond it at this point. You don't even have to bond it at this point because the Constitution already bonded it for you. No, she just she. Well, I would say that just to, just to bond her equity, to, to, she has to bond the equity to receive equity. But I would do it. I would go into the, uh, the Treaty Series 377 Red Cross Convention of 18 whatever, and then there's another another Treaty Series. Uh, I got that one. We got yeah. But yeah, they, they use the treaties. Right, the Treaty Series 377. Russian. And I know who got it. Yeah, Red Cross, and then you got. The Hague, Geneva and Hague, I don't forget what their numbers are. If you go to Avalon.com, they'll tell you. So here's what you do. On, on your affidavits, put, uh, put uh, it's under Series 377, Series, uh, Treaty Series, Vention, now you set the jurisdiction. On the, the venue would be the court. So this, I guess wherever the court name is, the court or whatever the, the issue, you would have to, you would come up, you state the jurisdiction are coming under and now they have to prove where they have subject matter under that jurisdiction. If they don't, then they have then they have to release the property or why this position automatically. And I would get that done by the end by at least Friday. By a most Friday actually. Okay. Dude, that's that, that's just a paragraph really. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm coming on behalf. Of, I'm coming on behalf of the United States and protection of host nations because of the sedition acts as stated below. Yeah, yeah. List and list all the violations, and then say I'm here. We want. We're here. We're clear. We want to do. Contact the Attorney General's office. Let them know. Listen, I've got this. This is what I did. I contacted the United States Attorney General's office. Say, listen, I got this bank doing this. This is dismissed. I'm invoking this. This is dismissed. Uh, if you want to settle, let me know your settlement amount. If I don't hear from you, then I'm invoking the entire 100 million, the, the, the entire, the entire fine under 15 U.S.C. one, which is 10 years in prison, and 50 and, and 100 million dollars, 100 billion dollars, whatever it is. And I got no. And the only thing I got back was a fucking, with a, with a fucking, a laminated identification card that said private attorney general. It said uh, I've, I've got congressional, uh, congressional, uh, congressional immunity. I'm like, well, fuck, I'll take this shit. Put it in my fucking wallet. <laughs> because then you can do whatever you want. As long as you, as long as it's for the benefit of the host nation and for aid and protection, you can get away with pretty much fucking anything in that courtroom, and they can't fucking touch you. Yep, and this is how they're operating against the people. <laughs> they're operating against the people under the same thing. Because we come in there and argue them, thus we do, thus we 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 guarantee we have a belligerency, and therefore now they're acting to defend the host nation against a belligerent. This is how they're justified. And tell so you remove the justifications, justifications by doing exactly the same thing they're doing to us, but reverse it on them. Because turnabout is always fair play. Do an affidavit of acceptance. Of, I accept your oath under these peace treaties. I accept your oath of office under these peace treaties. And put them in and, 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 and see if they don't run out of court and change their fucking underwear. Oh, that's nice, yeah. Yeah, because their oath of office covers actually any any treaty between the United States well, and anybody. The entire court, they're, 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 it's connected to the digital linguistics system, whatever it is, and that's connected to the Department of Defense, which is 
case, then you definitely general order and add that to it as well. If it, if, if it doesn't have with the, the Geneva series, everything else, everything else is, is, is just is just a, a you're, you're you're pretty much just taking pain pills to get to, and to take care of the pain. Just go ahead and take the nail out of the foot. Just stick just stick with the just stick with the military orders and and because it's all under military jurisdiction. Everything's under military jurisdiction, so just use their use them and put their fucking feet to the fire. Oh yeah. Well, general order is the Libra code, and that's that's the one that right. comes after them personally. So that's just, that's the one you want to add to it as well, definitely. Well, just add all of them. You have yeah. that one there too. But remember, first in line, first in time. So the first, yeah. so the first one you want to put. So, so, under, so when you list your jurisdiction, remember first in line, first in time. So put. So you want to put general orders 100, and then and then list all the other ones. But you want to make sure that yeah. everything is predicated off that first jurisdiction, which is the which is the uh, uh, general orders. Then you do the Hague, the Hague, and then you do the Geneva Convention, and then you do the, 30, the 377 Red Cross and all that shit. But make sure everything is predicated on the first jurisdiction under their yep. oath of office acceptance, which is the general orders 100. Nice. And then, and then watch them fucking just shit their pants. They did. I got an invitation next month to go to a fucking benefit by the fucking chief judge. The chief, the, the chief, the chief judge, Ron Clark, invited me to, invite me to a benefit next month. For a fuck, well, I don't know what the fuck, so I don't know what the fuck's for, but I'm fucking going. And I got there, yeah. and I got thirty, I got, I got thirty attorneys going for the Supreme Court of Texas, thirty four attorneys going for the Supreme Court of Texas. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And they were going, and, and I, only, and I only dealt with. I'm sorry. I'm scared. Sorry. <laughs> heartbroken um she she couldn't even talk to me they're working on moving trucks and um yeah that's what i'm saying who's who's picking this up and okay is it okay listen is it okay this this is this is all predicated on a foreclosure issue right yeah okay so you can't go under you can't use tila as protection on foreclosure because the bank never actually money or credit but there's a special provision in the appendix of TILA, it's appendix H9 and H10, I believe, and you can use those provisions in H9 and H10 of the, of the appendix of the TILA convention and file those into the court and rescind the signatures on, and rescind the signatures on contracts. So go look up, go look up the appendix H9, H8, H9, or H10, whatever it is, if the, if the, in the appendix of the TILA, and, and fill those out and send them to the court. And then send it, and then that invoke. Now you're invoking your right under TILA, and then you go in under the jurisdiction of whatever laws you want to go under. Okay. No, I'm on the phone, baby. Yeah, go down there. Put shoes on. Well, what I would do if it was me, I would just go to the post office, talk to the postmaster general, and say, "Listen, under the, uh, 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 go first of all, go go to the judge. He may be, he may be doing anything in your favor, but just but just tighten up the tighten up your defense. Just say, listen, I accept your oath under this jurisdiction. Get that out of the way. 
this jurisdiction, what are you going to do? What are you prepared to do? She's, she's already lost her home, so it's not so she so she's already lost her home. So she has nothing to lose, and any 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 person with nothing to lose is a dangerous motherfucker. I know. Well, the thing is this, though. Once they satisfy that loan through the default clause of the state, because they took it subject to your claims and defenses. Okay, well, one of your, one of your defenses is the Homestead Act. You got the three-day rescission rule. If they kick you out of the home, go back and move into the home within three days, and you, you have invoked your right under the Homestead Act, and now they can't do anything. Well, they can, but they're, they, let, me, let me take that back. They close to it. And if they do, then they're there to ask you. Hey, I've got to tell there are people that have attempted to do that here. They are sitting in jail for criminal trespass. Well, I can guarantee right now, under the, you can look, I guarantee, look under Rule 19 of the criminal procedure. It says, for future, there is no any criminal in this country. Everything, it says that civil rules procedure, is the article in a section, everything is civil. All crimes, all crimes are commercial. 27 CFR 11. So hey, USC 2002, everything is a collection of debt for the United States. Because everything is for sale. Civil or criminal, it's all a debt collection. And by and by and well, what happened is by the, by them locking that person up, they now put them under the they now make them trustee of their own court by making them sign that bond and booking. Because if the attorneys under Title 18, if the attorney files a claim and files a bond, and they lose that case because of the because of their accusation or their claim, they get arrested and they go to jail under Title 18. They're not they're not they're, they made a claim under the rules of use of fuck, but have put you. But made you the use of fraud instead of them. So now they're used to fraud. So now they're 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 operating the de facto use of fraud tree to your use of fraud. To their well, use of fraud. Okay. So they're operating. Okay. Here's the name. The name is abandoned. Okay. Well, not now. So, she just claimed it. No, hold on a second. So here's the birth certificate. Birth certificate's created. Citus Trust at inception. Seven years old turns in the theft KV trust. It's a simple private trust at inception. Has no EIN attached to it. Okay? Nothing. Nothing's attached to it. It is all abandoned property. Okay? Well, is it, well there's a de facto one. There's, there's a de facto EIN. What they do, if you look at your train, if you look at your, your master file on, on, the, you know, on your transcript, the IRS, they, they, they split the social. And they make the first two digits, and then they put the dash. So you have. Oh no no! I get. I understand what the social. Okay. Is. Okay. The the social the social for transmitting utilities. Right. Okay, but that's they, why. But that's they why they allow the you to take the social into the private side through the CFR code. Okay, that's why you can go through Terminal Seven Banking and see all transactions because that's conduit. Right. Okay. All right. 
case. Now, birth certificates still abandoned. Okay, so it is a it is a simple private trust that's abandoned. Okay, you can take that simple private trust. It's abandoned because nobody from the age of majority has shown up to claim it, and so it needs to be converted into a special private trust. Okay, the only way that you can show up and claim it, okay, is with a domestic private EIN number with no power of attorney, no social, no power of attorney, and no social security attached to it, because it has to be under public law, cannot be under public policy, cannot be part of the social security public trust. Okay? Right, that's where you the, that's where the SS4 comes in. You need an SS4. It needs to be it needs to be an inter vivos living trust. Okay? The inception date of the inter vivos living trust is the funding date of it is the date of birth or the date of the registration date of, of the birth certificate. Yeah. Okay. So now you the take the, now you and it has to be a statutory trust. It cannot be a common law trust. They cannot recognize it. Why all these dudes with 98 foreign numbers haven't been able to link their, their haven't been able to link anything to anything. Okay, needs to be an unencumbered three series living trust. Okay, now on the uh, on the SS4 form, do you put the alt name trust or living trust? No, you don't. It's the initials. Okay, the initials. So whatever your initials is, first, middle, last, initial, trust. And you just oh, call okay. me. I'll walk you through it, how to do it, all right? Okay. You just call me, well, all right? Well, uh, I got the SS4 support, and I'm out of, yeah, and, and, and you know what? I'm not fed up because it did, it did say SML. It didn't say first, middle, last, it said FML. That's my battle interpretation. Okay. Yeah, okay. You're yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And so... And so, as soon as you get the domestic, as soon as you get the domestic private EIN number, now you have a vessel that you're able to take in there. But now you have to come in as the foreign beneficiary. Okay? So you have to take yourself out of the public trust. You have to take yourself out of the Social Security Public Trust, which puts you under public policy, and it puts you under Article 4, Section 3, Clause 2, which is a, a territory with no borders, no charter, no constitution. you got to stick yourself right in the territory under Article 4, Section 3, Clause 1 of the Constitution. Because that's all. And so the only way that... The only way that you can get control of this thing, because we got to stop operating the agency. You operate the agency. Anything personal operates that agency. The postmaster is basically turns you into the registered agent for the debtor in D.C. Now, why do you use the initials instead of the uh, the, the full all cap name? Because you want to do the do and business as a name. Oh, you're taking possession of the name, so you're just going to use the initials. And, okay. Yeah, because the trade name is on the second line. So your full name is the doing business as. 
that way you do the initials trust instead of having instead that way that way you can have the trust out there in front and we don't know who the trust is okay instead of a lot of guys use you know their full name and trust now you want to use the full name as the DBA so that takes you that, that takes way. the uh, that does the um, you got false with the liability yep in that way and that way you can do the trademark, copyright, and oh, you know, all okay. the stuff so on that, the name. Okay, is that why? Is that why you have U.S. and then United States? Yes. Ah, uh, okay, that makes sense now. Okay. Okay. Sneaky fucking bastards. Yep. <clears throat> so we just, you know. It all comes down to correcting our position and getting rid of the debtor. I mean, honestly. In a court case. Uh, it's just like to, my court case. I how walked well, away well, from how my would you house. the party? How would you list the party? You put, you would put, like for me, it'd be R-E-K. So it'd be R-E-K plaintiffs or the all-cap name. What's that now? What do you do a court case? You don't do a court case. Why would you need to do a court case? Well, for example, I'll use, I'll use mine. In my court case, I put the all, I use the all cap name of plaintiff, and I use myself as the uh, as the incidental as a, as a third as the incidental third party beneficiary. I put the United States as beneficiary, and I put the defendant as the as the, the bank. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all. First of all, what happens is, okay, the inter vivos trust turns your name into, right away you're without legal name. Okay, the mark of the beast is the legal name. Legal is the undoing of God's law and all kinds of other definitions. Okay, so as soon as you establish an inter, v, inter vivos trust, it's the, you're, it, I mean, you're without legal name. Okay, so the legal name is the agency that you're operating. It's the sole proprietorship. So as soon as you get rid of the sole proprietorship, you become without legal name. You get out of public policy. You get out of the Social Security Public Trust. See, as soon as you set so this up correctly. The, now huh? you just use the name as a business. I, I'm not this person. I just use this name to do business and commerce because... That's just how I decided to do shit. Okay. Well, you're, it, see, see, what happens is, is, as soon as you establish the SS4, okay, and you get the domestic private EIN number that has no Social Security, no public trust established to it, okay, what is, and as soon as you link the birth certificate to that inter vivos trust, now you've transferred the property at the state level to the United States level. So now you've complied with 12 U.S.C. 95A2. Okay? All right. So now it's U.S. property immediately. You get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. You get back to Caesar with the Caesars and you just quite the benefit. Exactly. So you just became the naked owner. You just became the foreign beneficiary. Now you're the same thing as what Jesus says in the Bible. Hey, let my children come to me. 
know. And so now you've just eliminated your legal name. You're no longer, you no longer have the legal name because you're no longer the agency. Now, how would you set that up before? It's going to come to me when you go take the thirty, when you take the three, the thirty series number, and you use that to open up a bank account. And then you got to bring in the trust order. Yeah. So what would what would be what would be the trust order? How would you how would you write that up? Um, well, we can talk about that more. I mean, okay. the InterVivos trust has taken us like eight months to complete. I mean, yeah. it's just it's been a lot of work because because first of all first of all the objective I mean you have to figure out what you're you have it, it had to be statutory. And it, I mean, it's been so much work. It's been over the top, and it hasn't been me. It's been my friend. That's you know, 30 years of trust law, you know, to write this thing up, and it just it came out over the top, beautiful. So basically, well, I just opened, I just opened up, I just opened up my Joanne and I just opened up our our B of A private trust accounts. We had to send them in for compliance for a week. And then I had to send in our WA fence, you know, for foreign beneficiary. And then I had to do a WA, WA IMY to use the Social Security as a transferring, transmitting utility conduit to pull Social Security into the private side. And it went through full compliance at uh, B of A. Now you got the social security stuff. Now you're gonna hit the social on the back side, where any debt that hits it kind of just goes up and stuff goes back into the system. It just goes straight to the private side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's that. Yeah. Basically, yeah. what you do is you put a gap in between the social security number and the public, which means they can't jump it. So you you them down. Now it's no longer a whore of Babylon. You're removing yeah. it out of being whore. Now they can't be passed around like they do. The infant child can't be passed around and with all the pedophiles. So you, they're right. not going to. So you're basically protecting the child from being molested by those people who can't control themselves, because that seems to be the operative word that they see a sexual ex, some sort of sexual expression in the public, and suddenly, oh, I can't control myself. I had to fuck that little kid in the ass. Like it's kind of fucked up, but that's their that's their logic thinking of it. Yeah, they're turning the victim and always into the aggressor by not taking preventive maintenance and say, well, you didn't prevent this guy from doing it, so you allowed him to do it. It's that double logic speak they got. And the reason right. they're doing it is because the nature of the system is masculine, but it always has a feminine side. The argument comes from the feminine side of the system because it's trying to work shit out. So it's going to get you into an argument. And as soon as you take an argument with a woman per, or a feminine personally, it becomes personal and perceived as an attack. Now, the masculine nature takes over and defends it. And, you made and that's, that's, why, that's why you put it in trust. You made that example of the light switch. When you put the light switch on, you cut the circuit. Yes. You're putting it as a light switch, and only you control it now for your trust, so only you decide what gets funded. Now it's not open for everybody who wants to come and use it. Right. That makes yeah, sense. see, I mean, I've I've transferred my car into the trust. I've transferred my insurance into the trust. My car insurance, you know. I mean, I'm I'm operating without legal name. 
because and they're now not operating the agency anymore. And so yeah, now, it, now the next thing I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be doing my 8832s, my 8822Bs, and my required notice of fiduciary obligation, and then I'll be linking the birth certificate to the inter vivos trust, and I will be terminating the debtor, and the debtor will just go away. And he won't lose out. Now, doing that, you won't receive a bill. You'll actually just receive a check for endorsement email. Well, I say this loosely. I could be wrong. But my interpretation is this. My interpretation is this. If, like, instead of receiving a bill, you'll receive a check, you endorse the check, send it back to the vendor, and they get paid. That is correct. If you get that at all. If they don't, if they don't, if it doesn't already just go back to the system when it hits. Well, by the time you're done and by the time you set up everything with Bureau of Fiscal Services and everything, um, you know, it should be, you know, it, it should be pretty much perfected. But, you know, the whole thing is, is that abandoned property. It's a simple private trust. And until you express it into a special private trust, you know, and appoint the executive office and the treasury as the trustees. Okay. Right. Well, right. Well, a trust, well, any, anything, anything that operates as a trust, whether expressed or not, is a trust. That's in the corporate yes. system. Yeah, but they have to be appointed, and you have to do the correct UCCs. And so they already know the property's there. And so basically you have to come in as the foreign beneficiary, and the, and the UCCs, and you have to express the special private trust and the appointments. And so, you know, and, and they basically have to acknowledge you at that point. Right. Now, this so, is not, this is, this is not in, in, in due time, this, this is what me and you are going to work on for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm just, I, I, it's like I told Boris, I'm 35, man. I've made it this far. It's not going to kill me to wait another 30 days or whatever, so just take your time. Yep. Well, yeah. You know, so it's been a long road anyway, so. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Well, what's the matter, Joe? I boy, in all this confusion, uh Giselle's having his baby up he's he uh he panicked he forgot about the name stuff, so it's, uh I think no, I texted him. I texted him to tell him okay. what to write on the application. Okay, okay, good, 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 good. Okay, cool. Yep. Oh, the 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 other thing that you have to be really you know, that you have to look at is the birth certificate. You know, so the copy hold the copy hold is you know, the uppercase words. And so the crown owns the copy hold on those uppercase words. Oh, I have the so, original. Oh, huh? I say that. I have the original. Uh-huh. I have the original file. I yanked, I, yanked that, I yanked that bitch from the clerk. <laughs> it took off money. <laughs> Get on that going here. Come on now. I'm a winner. But um, so, you know, with the register... You know, you have to do you have to do the name correction. You got to change it to lowercase to make it go from copy hold to free hold. So it as soon is. as you do the name correction, the lowercase. It is on there. It's, it's lowercase. It's lower. It's on the on, on the on the original. It's lowercase. All lowercase. Every letter. It's all, it's all lowercase, man. Everything. 
Even the hospital name is lowercase. Wow. Got this. Got the. Uh, it's got the nun signature. It's got the. It's got the doctor signature. It's got the seal. And it's they're like you know, Jesus. Uh, what is this thing over here? What what is, what is the seven seals? When you get your when you get the stuff authenticated, some of the you got you got to have the seven seals. What is that? You know what I'm talking about? Um, uh, I'm, I'm not one to recite the seals. Akima's the expert at the seals, so I haven't listened to them or written them down. No, but what are the seals, though? Because here's the thing. I sent my, when I got my birth seal authenticated at the state level, I looked at the seal, the water seal, on the on the paperwork, and it, was, it wasn't it was reading uh, top to bottom, left to right. It was actually, it was, it was, it was, it was top to bottom, it was clearly right to left. So I sent it back to the state and said, listen, I can't accept this authentication as if authenticated right to left, not left to right. Please fix the authentication. They sent it back mm -hmm. to me. And, and now it reads top to bottom, left to right. Hmm. I don't. Know, I don't know if that was just me nitpicking, or me. I don't know if that meant anything, and I don't know. Um, but that's 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 what I did. I might have just been nitpicking, but I didn't know, so I just did it if, anyways. If your first, middle, last name is all in lowercase, okay, every letter is lowercase, then you have freehold title to your name. So the only thing you have to do is go in and make your claim. So, you know, because they have the copy hold on the caps, on, you know, the, the capital letters. And so if it's all lowercase, then you have the freehold. And if you have freehold, as soon as you make the claim, then you have a loyal title to your name. Well, see, I, just, I, just, I decided, I just, I just endorsed it and sent it back to, I, I gave it back to Caesar. Or I, I, just, I just endorsed the over back. Yeah, but you have to make the claim. How else are you going to get your God-given estate? Uh, see, I knew it was something I fucked up. <laughs> huh? Uh, I, I can't. You can't. So I guess I uh, jumped the gun on that. Yep. But it's fixable. But we'll find it. Yep. So, you know, you. I mean, it's 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 basically, you know, you're you're just coming in as a foreign beneficiary. You, you basically have to get rid of the, you have to get, you have to get, basically the inter vivos trust is what gives it all back to Caesar. You just become the naked owner and you can enjoy the fruits. It eliminates the use of fruct. Oh, it makes sense. Yep. So, because you're basically in a rebellion and insurrection and an enemy at war is you haven't, you haven't claimed your estate and you're holding it back from the U.S. and so by going yeah, in there, yeah, you're you're setting it. You're, when you do your your inter vivos trust, your DBA and stuff, you're effectively ratifying the new constitution that was instituted after the Civil War. And once you do that, the military and and civil jurisdictions that were created a result of that all now disappear because that was what had to happen. The states ratify it became corporations. So they're, remember, it's a body politic and a body corporate. The body politic is you're always king. The body corporate is you're using the you're using a common treasury, so you don't have to do all that work because a king doesn't handle his own finances. He has a treasurer to do that. But if you want to do that yourself, that's more power to you. Then you get all the liabilities associated with it because now you took on the proprietorship. And remember, Pee Wee Cole, in the absence of alternative agreements. The, 
shows that, that the government becomes proprietor entitled to the benefits and subject to the liabilities. But if you're not going to do that, then the other, then the, then the secondary arrangement, the alternative agreement is you're the proprietor. And since you're the proprietor, you get all the benefits of, uh, you know, subject to the benefits, I mean, uh, entitled to the benefits and subject to the liabilities. That's so giving up, up your liabilities to the proprietorship that you didn't know that you're getting rid of the false profit is really what it amounts to. You're getting rid of your ability to collect that. You don't want to be the debt collector. And that's where the IRS comes in to keep track of it all. Well, that's the only thing, too. If you take the, that's what I told you. If, you, if you take your, if, if you, first of all, we're filing our income taxes wrong anyway, so this, I'm, just, I'm not going to get into that, but <clears throat> when you get that check back from the IRS the first of the year on the 15th of April, you cash it, now you've completely just fucked up all the books because now you've taken possession of debt and now you're liable. So you need to actually, cut, you need actually what you became is a debt collector. Because remember, a check is just a debt transfer, so you collect the debt by, by cashing the check. Cashing the check is collecting debt. Same thing with a paycheck. If you're out there doing business and you're getting a paycheck, you're just a debt collector. So you get taxed on it because that's a benefit privilege. That's, a, that's, a, that's the same thing the attorneys are. They're just debt collectors. They get 10, 10% of their fines. You get so much, you have to give up to tell you have to do an income tax on it because that's income from the collection of debt because you did a job. Remember job? Job is just what? The mismanagement of public business for private profit and gain? So that's what you're doing. You're mismanaging the public trust for private profit and gain. That's what we call a job. Now we're doing what we call a job. all these sheep out there that say, well, I have to pay income tax. I have to do all that, all that bullshit income tax. But we do. Well, we have to liable for income tax because we're operating as a debt collector when we cash that check. We have to say that we pay, we pay income tax on the collection of that debt, so that's a gain. Correct or no? What was that? I said all these people out there that are claiming that we don't owe that, that I don't have to pay income tax on a paycheck is actually false because we do because we're taking we, with it's oh, a we, That's more of that fucking psyop patriot bullshit. Right. Hold on. Okay. As long as you're operating, as long as you're operating that thing where you're getting the benefit, you have to pay the tax on it because why? Because that is that's the tax. You're you're operating a debt collection entity. You're operating an agency, a debt collection unit of the United States. You're collecting debt. So there's no point in filing a WBEN with your employer. No. There's no point though. When you're done, when you set up the inter vivos trust, you'll you'll be your own employer. Because now you can you can you you acquire debt. It goes it goes because you hold you hold the light switch, so you turn it on when you collect debt. It goes to Social Security and goes poof, and now your EIN turns into a debt. It's been debt out of existence. It doesn't collect debt. It spends debt out of existence. So right. they cycle it as your asset. Recycle it into credit for period accounts. So every debt BIN number incurs becomes a credit on the opposite side on the Social Security, and when they meet in the middle, it becomes God, zero. And we, we do have proof that that works. 
because uh, I got an EIN, and then I got a phone call from a man who wanted it, um, and he was quite concerned because he was going to lose everything that he had, credit cards, cars, houses. This man was across the country, but help me help you help me, Michelle. Why would he lose everything? I don't know. Betty, answer that question for me. Why would he lose everything? Because he's using a foreign number, and he was and he was he was uh he was using something else as a way to dump off debt somewhere, and uh, probably a little insurance that it got and it got taken out from underneath him. And now he has to instill a new policy to hide his debt. Yeah, Just like the rest that's... of the guys are using 98 EIN numbers, man. They're all going to go through that same thing. Yeah, they put all they, they put all their property in, in, in that in that in that trust, and well, I don't have any debt. They're hiding it. All, all they're doing is hiding it. And they're yeah, they're they're hide anything. Because they're playing, they're playing the, the great shell game, man. The hide the pee game. You know, the little whatever it is, the pee game. Yeah, I got it. The custom pee. You know, that's all they're doing. All they're doing is just playing, you know, just playing around with it. They're not getting rid of it. They they have an insurance policy that 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 services it, but once once that their insurance policy is gone, they know I'm not going to service it no more. So it appears that these men, these brokers, these friends of the man who took took my identity and my late husband, um, they were all getting their hands cut off. Well, they get their hands off, cut off as soon as people start doing things, and the power of attorney gets released off of you. Yes. So. So basically, as long as you're, as as long as you're operating the agency, they have full power of attorney. As soon as you start figuring out that you need to rescind the office of the person, no longer get personal mail, no longer get personal bank accounts, you know, mm-hmm. and start making mm-hmm. a claim on something, they lose power of attorney. It's all about operating in the Social Security Public Trust or operating on land, you know. And if you're operating in the Social Security Public Trust, they have full power of attorney to do what the fuck they want to you, because you're just involuntary servitude. Yes. Well, that, that's the whole thing about a, 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 regular, a, a regular checking account, like you just go into a bank and open a checking account up. That's actually a, um, you're, you're operating, um, I forget, um, it's not a private account, it's a public account, so you're actually acting as an employer. Yeah, you're the registered agent in Washington, D.C. You become a federal employee just with a personal checking account and a mailbox and nothing else. And so that's where so everybody's going, well, I don't say, well, yeah, actually do. So go ahead and file that fucking 1040 like you're supposed to because you've already claimed for your banking account and you can prove that through your direct deposit that, yes, you are an employer, yes, you are a federal employee. So go ahead and fill that 1040 out and, um, and, 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 and quit, quit playing around. 
girls, guys. I'll talk to you later. Trust Code Article 7 of the Trust 
trusteeship and they're liable under Article 10 of the Uniform Trust Code and the Uniform Bond Code. They can lose their bonds and be fired. And commercial code and tax laws. I mean, you got you got a whole gamut of their fucks. So it's what it's how you want to, you know. Yeah. It, it's, it's like I told the bank. You, listen, you can, you can give you can give me back my thousand dollars, not give it to the court system where I can sue you. Well, they lost. Now they owe me a dollar. Now they owe the United States one hundred ninety-four million dollars, and they could have just given me back the thousand dollars in my fucking car. They want to play hardball, all right? so I play hardball. I hit those fucking nuts. Now they're employed. The, the firm doesn't exist anymore, and they can't practice law anymore. But now they got to go with the, now they got to go before the Supreme Court of Justice, the Supreme Court of Texas, and explain to them why they felt the need to compel themselves to think above the United States. Which I wish them the best of luck. I really do. So, and it sounds very much like what's happened with Tiffany. It's the same thing. Just do the same thing. Have Tiffany go. Have Tiffany write an affidavit. It's pretty simple. The few sentences. Don't get complicated. Just show your intent. And say, listen, I accept, I accept your oath. I accept your oath of honor, and I remind you of your fiduciary duties as trustee under the United States under the, and, and under all these peace treaties. And, and file it to the record. And then, list, or, or take that and list the damage that these persons have damaged this, they have done this, 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 and this against the United States through the estate and sedition, insurrection, and rebellion, and are now liable under 15 U.S.C. 1. And under uh, the under the, under treason, take the same thing to the post office, accept their oath of office under these treaties, and, and remind them of their fiduciary duty as trust as trustees of the United States Trust. And these people and, and what make the claim that these people have done this, 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 and this against the United States through the estate. What are you going to do to help me? How can help me help you not violate my rights under color of law? It shouldn't take more than it shouldn't take. You should you shouldn't even type a whole page. Mine was a paragraph, if that. It was just it was I think it was like maybe like maybe max ten cents. And I and I ran the course because I put a bond in for twenty one. Well, <laughs> I put a bond. I put a, I put a twenty one silver dollar bond in, and I bonded my I bonded my court against their little fiat promissory notes. So yeah, I, I I definitely I definitely have standing in, within within my jurisdiction, and I didn't even go to court. As a matter of fact, the court case was 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 thrown out. I was like I was fucking sick of this shit. So I finally said, here, fuck it, I'll settle. I'll take two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I was gonna go. I was gonna just do just do the two hundred five hundred thousand dollars for the for the FTCPA violations. And so listen, you give me two hundred fifty thousand dollars for the bank. You can make two hundred fifty thousand dollars for the repo company. I'll call the fucking day. And then the next fucking letter I get on the twenty-eighth of January was they they liquidated the they liquidated the firm through the bonds, fired everybody, took their bars, made them go before the Supreme Court of Texas, and then all of a sudden the bank is now liable for one percent of their net worth, which was one hundred thirty million dollars on top of the the, the one hundred thirty million dollars for damages for damages under the FDCPA. And then I got $64 million in punitive damages. So I signed that angle back to So I signed the bond, endorsed the bond, gave it to the judge. The judge stamped the bond and, and, and sent all that shit back to the United States. 
I was well, my uh, he, he misrepresented he, he misrepresented he misrepresented my gender by putting me as a male in the, in the court case as a female, and I wasn't properly served as a female. So they, so she filed a writ of de novo into the court case. I like and I told Boris and Boris like, well, then fucking just make an affidavit correction on the record and be done with it. So I told my dick. But she had the fucking nerve. Well, okay, well, shit. <clears throat> you obviously aren't scared. So, anyway, that's my case of that. And then, uh, then the repo company fucking filed, get this shit. The repo company filed for bankruptcy because the because the judge awarded me Hundred thousand dollars. The the repo company had to give me a had had to buy me a car of no less than hundred uh, no more than hundred thousand dollars. The repo company filed for bankruptcy and they that that their bonds their, their bonds can cover that the, the bonds can cover that claim. So they filed for bankruptcy. Like, what happened? They filed for bankruptcy. I can't get my judgment until I unless I sue them unless I take them back to court and sue them individually. Unless Boris has a remedy for that. I don't know. I'm just going to say, fuck it, whatever. I'm, I'm tired. So, Boris, what do you got for that? Boris. Is he still on? I don't know. What? <laughs> Sir, welcome back. Uh, the repossession company filed for bankruptcy. So they can, so because they said their, their claim was their bond, their bond wasn't strong enough to wasn't uh, strong enough to hold well, that claim. They, 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 they shouldn't have they shouldn't have tried to steal help steal someone steal property. So how can I get so how can I get rid of them? Fill out a B10. Yeah, fill out a B10 as a creditor. Fill out a B-10 and send it to the the federal judge under the bankruptcy. That's the, okay. Now, now, now that's that's three. I'm with what? what? <laughs> Explain that to me. Talk to, talk to me like I'm five years old. Let's back this up. Talk to me like I'm five years old. All right. There's a form. It's called a B-10. Okay. Um, you would fill that out. Because that company owes that money. Yeah. And under bankruptcy law, the B10 would satisfy what you're owed. It's it's essentially a private form. Um, and you file that into the case and give the bankruptcy judge his orders under the B10. Now, this was a district judge. Does it matter? If they file bankruptcy, that's a federal matter. Okay, it comes under it right. comes under the federal bankruptcy. Okay. And I would and if I were you <laughs> regarding the world bankruptcy under David and Harriet Holdings, I would probably put something in regard to that also. Okay. So, so I don't know. I don't know about you, but I didn't get notice that there was a world bankruptcy that happened. Did you? 
now and a lot of time. So, the little thing that was just a few years ago. Oh. They're they're liquidating the holding companies. Oh, I don't know about that. What? I don't know. I don't know about that. So the so the B10 no. is, is so essentially I'm, a bond. So the B10 is essentially a bond. I'm, I'm going to liquidate that bond and give me the asset. It sure seems like it when you read the B10 form. I personally okay. have never done it, nor okay. have I ever filed bankruptcy. But anybody, anybody that operates in a bankruptcy is considered bankrupt. So it would probably be important information to know about the world bankruptcy and failure to notice you. Why do you think well, you, why do you think Federal Reserve notes and shit like that exist? So they can fractionalize them. So they can fractionalize them. Why do you think they issue a birth certificate? Because that's the indemnification for the bankruptcy. Because so they take title. So they take title for public monies and they appropriate it and put it in suspension. Therefore, no matter what debt obligation you get in public, you have no way of settling it. Right, and that's what and that's where they get the clause with deniability. They say, well, we issued you, we issued you identification. Our job was to issue you this. We issued you this. It's not our fault you didn't take advantage of it. We have false liability. Our hands are clean of this. <coughs> that's how. I, that's how. That's how I read that. I mean, yeah, they gave us. They gave us. They gave us the. They gave us everything. But what's good? What good is? What good is it if I buy a car and I don't know how to drive it? So. Well, drive is a legal term for starters. <laughs> Girl, you know what I'm talking about. I know. I'm just trying to lighten the mood. It's been a heavy day. Oh yeah, no. Uh, yeah, Michelle, if uh, if you want to, uh, you get a pen and paper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, you know, I guess it's. Uh, I'll give you my. I'll give you my number. It's uh, nine zero three. Well, I tell you what, do you want to um, text it in the group text? Because I believe this conversation is still being recorded. Is it, Boris? Yeah, it is. Hold on. Yeah, I'll, 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 it's being recorded. Yeah, I'll, I'll text it, no problem. Just so it remains private. Yeah, Jay called me up for it, man. I can't remember what the fucking thing boy said, man. I was freaking out, man. What did he say? Call him up, man. <laughs> so, man, I don't know. So, yeah, so. Yeah, I told, I told Jay, I told Jay how to thought, uh, how to sign uh, that, uh, the, the application at the hospital. And all you really do is just put your all capital letter name, comma, property of the state. Yeah, that's good. I'm gonna get that because that's because my girlfriend's due here in a couple weeks, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that from him. So that's fantastic. All right, so Michelle, I put, I text that to group, so yeah, that's there. And uh, do you have team viewer? Do, do what? 
T-E-A-M, like teammate, team viewer, T-E-A-M, B is a victor, I-E-W-E-R. Yeah, like I, don't, I don't know what that is. Uh, it's it's teaser. It's where it's where we. It, it's like Skype minus the face, uh, and we can we can share screen, flip screen. I can look at your screen. You can look at my screen. We can you click on stuff on my screen. You right click on it. You copy. You copy it on your it top copies on your desktop. Pretty good. Oh, that's funny. The last time I shared my screen with someone, he was doing some shenanigans, so I pulled the plug on my computer.
y'all haven't read that, I strongly suggest people start reading it. Because here's what they say, and I agree with this 100%. Find it here. But if I could clarify here really quick, the whole, you know, pot and marijuana thing, it's not my choice, and it's not right for me or my family, but, um, you know, each to their own. Well, the point, well, you know, I guess, I mean, the point is, what, the, they're making it, they're making a, and they're making a mole out of an anthill, or how, they're, they're making something out of nothing, they're making nothing out of something. I mean, they're making something well, out of nothing. It's, 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 it's just another, it's just another thing to, a scare tactic to get to whatever, because it's just, it's all bullshit. I mean, my daughter's two, my, I have two daughters, I'm not, one of them's six, one of them's two, if they want to smoke, I don't care. Don't go out and drive. Don't go to get in the house. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Because I've, I've been there. Now, am I going to condone it? No, not really, because they're my girls, and I don't really want them to have that. But if, they, if they're if they in the garage and they want to smoke or whatever, and they, they come and eat a bag of chips and fall asleep, well, at least I know she's safe. You know? But everything, it, it's, I, was, I, was raised with, I was raised with one philosophy. Everything done in moderation is okay. Moderation is the fucking key. Moderation. That's it. Use your fucking head. And you'll be all right. That's my take on it. Well, that's, that's my soapbox, so you know what I'm saying? But as a dad, I mean, they're going to do what they want to anyway because they're my kids. I know, I know my kids because I know me. But, you know, other than that, and face their own. All right, here we go. Um, the whole, okay, here we go. The, the, this politics, the, this, this election is a shot test for the people. What they're doing is they're using Donald Trump as a shot test to see how, see if the people are primed to become basically and servitude that are benevolent masters for benevolent slavery and genocide because they're going to use them for cheap capital and cheap labor. If you go through this whole thing right here, there is something that they actually said. I'm trying to find it now. It's all mathematics and electricity once you understand the, the system, the design of it. Where is it? Etc. 
so they would not have to operate on a credit or welfare social system which steals from the worker to satisfy the bum. This is what's been put into place. This is this 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 document right here is fucking awesome. But what I see in it is I see this election because they're doing a shock test. And the shock test was usually used when they were doing uh they would take certain certain commodities and they'd fuck with the prices and then measure the out measure the people's reaction to it. So what they've got is and now they've got a new shock test where they're going to see if the people are ready for the being cheap sources of labor. Okay, here we go. The objective of such studies is to acquire the know-how how to set the public economy into predictable state of motion or change, even a controlled self-destructive state of motion, which will convince the public that certain expert people should take control of the money system and reestablish security rather than liberty and justice for all. When the subject citizens are rendered unable to control their financial affairs, they will, of course, become wholly enslaved, enslaved, a source of cheap labor. Listen to Donald Trump when he talks. Donald Trump talks money and security the whole time. He's always telling people how many billions he's made, how much more he's, how much more better he is with money than the other candidate. Everything is all about the money, the control of it, the making of it, and the security behind it. He wants to build that wall, everything else. It's an economic shock test, and they're going to test the people, see if they're ready to become totally enslaved, and if they're not going to vote for Trump, they get Hillary, which is another round of of bullshit. You get this, you get this. It's the same bullshit. You get this. If you want, and we're going to see if you're ready to be enslaved in a source of cheap labor. Because Donald Trump doesn't talk liberty and justice. He talks security and money. That's the premise of his fucking, that's the premise of his speeches. So he's talking that. So basically what they're doing is they're saying, do they want Hillary? It's like Hillary doesn't give a shit. She either Trump is going to be elected or she's going to be put in office, one of the two. And, so, and if Trump is elected, they've they'll accomplish their goal. If Hillary's elected, they'll accomplish their goal. That's really what it's going to be because she's going to mismanage it even more, and it's going to become more in debt and more funds and this and that, and then they're going to be clamoring for another guy to come in and go, hey, I know what to do with the money system, and we'll establish security. Well, we got expert people here who will negotiate all the trade agreements and everything else. It's all expert people that take control of it. That's the, that's the key phrase. He's always using it. But what they're doing is they're getting the people ready for their slavery. They're getting ready to spring the trap. And if a person is spoken to by a TV advertiser, if he was a 12-year-old, then due to suggestibility, he will, with a certain probability, respond or react to the suggestion with uncritical response of a 12-year-old and will reach into his economic reservoir and deliver its energy to but that product on him, to buy that product on impulse when he passes in the store. Same thing with the same thing with the um, candidate. Trump talks to everybody like they're 12 years old. He does. He, he goes to that, that that money and security thing. I mean, it's really, really hilarious. And when you're looking at this, what you what you see is how they're doing this. And they just, they just go right through it. So the collapse of the currency, 
is the, is the purpose is to destroy the faith of the American people in each other, therefore produce lack of trust. That's the, that's the goal. And you see this thing, and it's just hilarious. Everything is going the right way, and you know everything is going the way they want it to. And this is the outline for it. So, so we got an undeclared war against the people of this world. Well, they said they set us to fail anyway. So, hey, you can have this turd. You can have this turd. What do you want? This one's shiny yeah. here. But whatever. Yeah. But but you can see when you look at that thing, you can see what Donald Trump's purpose is. He's not there. To, he's not there to help anybody. But he gets all these groups of people to yeah raise their fists and yeah we like them because why? We're going to get security and our finances are going to be secure because we can't handle ourselves. We're little fucking children. We need you to rule us with an iron fist. One Samuel eight. They're going to get the world. They're going to get the ruler they want. Well, if there was full disclosure, we would know then, how to do everything. Well, well, yeah, then we wouldn't need Canada. Because then we could govern ourselves. Remember George Carlin said, George Carlin said it the best. They do not want an educated populace. That's why your education system went to common core. Why? Because it's common core of corruption. It corrupts the mind. That common core shit is bullshit. You know, all, all the education is bullshit, but what you see is they're going, they're, they're testing the people now. And this is an economic shock test, and Donald Trump is the, is the measuring stick. He's the barometer. So if he gets elected, get ready, because the people are going to love their slaves, and, and he's going to be outed. He's going to be outed as the false idol, as, he, as everybody sees, but everybody's going to run to him, because why? He promises security, and our finances will be good. We'll have no more debt in America. And they're going to hold us liable for the debt because we can't. And they're going to hold us liable for the debt and the way they collect the debt. 
debt is through the commodities, prices of goods and services. That's how they hold everybody accountable for it. But that's what they're doing. Poor people. You know, it's not that hard to use your head. It really isn't. I mean, it's not. I have no pity for nobody who doesn't use their head. I understand. I understand not knowing something. That's fine. But just. Okay. Uh, I said I have no pity. On, I have no empathy or pity on people who don't use their head. I can understand well, I someone not. I, don't I, don't I agree with you. That's that's I, I agree with silent laughing. Men are sticks on the table like social consent because they refuse to use their brains. Now I can understand not knowing something. That's fine. That's understandable. We don't know everything. I don't know everything. But don't sit there and turn the TV on and watch Snooky and then bitch because you lost your job or bitch because yeah. gas has gone up. Shut the fuck up. You're the reason why. You're you you. You want to see the problem? I can't get mad at. I can't really get mad at the people because they didn't. They they really don't know. They're still everybody's still even the lawyers. I think for the most part operate under the fact that it is what it is. You know that a dollar is a dollar, and that's how you pay for stuff. Then nobody's really looked into it like we have, so people really don't know. They know, but they don't know. They should know because their hearts tell them something's wrong, but they don't know because if they followed their heart, they would, they would segregate themselves from that society and they'll be excluded from it. And that's where I have a problem because, I'm, you know, when we do this and we're not here, we're actually on the fringes of that society. You know, we're, we're so far removed from it, man. We, I, I don't know about you guys, but I feel, you know, very, very alone sometimes. You know, just because I can't have those communications with people that everybody else is. You know, I, I listen to a lot of things, and I'm like, man, I can't have that kind of communication with people. It's just too ignorant for me, and it just destroys. You know, you got to have certain people you talk with. It's just, you know, you weed through people like there's no tomorrow because they can't get to the depth of conversation because they're so stuck on TMZ, Entertainment Tonight, MTV, the fucking the, the gossip of everything. And it's like, dude, what the fuck are you people smoking? I can't go back in. I can't. I, 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 I didn't even look at it. But I even tried. Just to see if I could, I tried. Just to see if I could, I tried. But I couldn't do it. I, I, really, I literally... I couldn't, I couldn't even I do it when I didn't know this stuff. I couldn't even I couldn't even partake of a conversation where they were gossiping off. I'm like, why the fuck are you talking about this person? I go, what the hell are they gonna do? What the hell do they have to do anything? It's like, oh, Snooky and and, and and whatever the hell else they're doing out there. I mean, I, I like South Park, and they just make fun of everybody, and I love them for it. And that's about as much cult, pop culture reference as I get in South Park. You know, I mean, it's it's like, dude, you know, it's, it's but people love the gossip. That's how ideas get transferred, and it's like, dude, that ain't an idea. That's not even a thought. I can't even count that as a thought in someone's head that they're gossiping. That's not a thought. That's an insult to a thought. 
You know, so someone I read, I heard someone about the average man or woman has fifty to seventy thousand thoughts a day. I'm like, really? I go, is that fifty to seven actual real thoughts, or is it fifty to seventy thousand gossip thoughts that don't mean anything? And if that's the case, that'd be the state of mind of people. Then people who actually are successful or sports guys, I can think of five to seven thousand thoughts a day, so they focus themselves down. You know, it's just. You know, but it's all part of the distraction. They want to keep you constantly distracted, constantly working, constantly occupied, constantly absorbed with yourself and your and your improving in sex and drugs and and the sports and everything else. So I think the marijuana thing is more of a Trojan horse than anything else because as soon as they get this done, they'll go to harder ones and harder ones. Same thing with pornography. They're they're now talking. We're going to teach gay sex, and we're going to teach this. And suddenly now you're going to have people going, well, what about bestiality? What about incest? What about this? We need to be included, too. So that begins the loosening of morals in America. That begins the loosening of morals. You loosen that moral, and you set the people up for destruction because now they have no way to concrete and cohesive into a family unit that's the structure. And it's basically a war against the Human Rights Declaration of the U.N. Because the Human Rights Declaration of the U.N. guarantees Every uh, guarantees the family will be protected by every nation. Did you know that? I don't know that. He guarantees the family structure is to be protected. Therefore, the divorce industry is actually a warfare against human rights declaration. That goes back to the whole thing about everybody. Everybody needs to get a trophy. Even if you lost, yeah. Yeah, they should get a participation trophy. No, fuck that. Your kid lost. It's fine. So fuck up. It's like that. I think there's that one. They got that one commercial. The dad is like watching his son, and he's like, "Everybody got, everybody got a trophy. Everybody got this." And he takes that little plaque off there and writes it in, writes it in uh, the 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 marker, and he goes, "Champion, champ." And he goes, "Here you go, champ." <laughs> That's so. It's, it's so. It's 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 just false. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's just it's all bullshit trying to 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 call the masses, make them docile, make them subservient, get ready for their servitude they're about to enter into. You know whether or not they go quietly or kicking and screaming, that doesn't matter. They're going into a servitude. If they don't ship up, they don't shape up. They'll shape up or ship out. I think that's the saying. Yeah. You know, come off and do their do their work camps and shit like that. You know, and, and, you know, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe it'll be in China and they're empty cities. You know, they've got empty cities that are already fucking built. I mean, skyscrapers, everything, man. They've got all this shit already built in China. And I'm like, so why, oh, is, why is the military, why is the military occupying the Walmarts? Again, I don't know. I'm asking. I, I really don't know. I'm, I'm, um, That would be, I don't know, maybe, maybe they'll be like, you know, processing centers or something like that. Um, I know they've got certain capabilities in the Walmart that have been, you know, that are that are, that are there. Some of them have underground tunnels, but it's their it's their logistics capability. They've already got everything built. In. They've got everything they need built in them. So what is the what the what's all the deal about the FEMA camps and things like that and all that? Oh, we're gonna find those are the lawyers. 
We're going to populate those with the lawyers that don't read. You broke up a little bit. The lawyers that don't do what? Read? The lawyers that don't leave the, the nation when we come, when we call the, the treaty due, the lawyers that don't vacate the nation, what if populate the, the FEMA camps with them? All right, so all right, so let's back up. So he, <clears throat> here's an example. My uncle's an attorney. Not that I give a shit because I don't. I never, I've never met the guy, but he's an attorney in San, in San Antonio. Right. He's gonna get an order to to leave the United States. Uh huh. And, and he doesn't. Here. Think he'll be considered an enemy belligerent upon U.S. soil. He'll be captured and interned in the FEMA camps, just like the politicians. Just like all these other fucking people. So the whole scare, like 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 Alex, like Alex Jones and all these other people, they say, well, the FEMA camps are going to they're popping the FEMA camps for the homeless people. That's the plan. Remember what happens to the greatest plans of mice and men? They often go awry, right? Yeah. Okay. So what happens? When you get, let's say, a group of 12 people who understand what's going on and have themselves set up the right way, who can come in and protect the public trust from pirates. Now you've got a whole other issue because those 12 people can form the, those grand juries and initiate complaints against whoever's going against the public trust. See what we're talking about? Yeah. So you get 12 people who want to do that, or 24 people, or however many people, and suddenly now you have a way to rein in the core of the corruption. But the only way it's going to be done is when people set it up right, because there's that jurisdiction that where me and Eddie are working towards has yet to be implemented yet. It must be implemented by the people. But nobody's done it yet. That's why we can't find any examples of it which is why we just have to find references to it. So the homeless people are being put in the FEMA camps because they are a burden on society? Well, because they're not, they're, they're, they're you know, they don't, nobody wants to be, nobody wants to witness. Uh, it's really there for morale of the people, so the people don't know what's going on of the true nature behind everything, because the being that when you put homeless away, what do you do? You absolve the, the conscience. You know, if you look at homeless people every day, suddenly you start feeling sorry for them. You start feeling bad. Then what? You start taking care of them. Then what? You start turning everything internal to your nation to take care of those. If you never see homeless people, you never see a problem. It's a barometer. So the, so the, so the homeless people... Is an outward is an outward visual of 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 an internal problem. Right. Okay. And that's what all these problems are. They're always external elements of an internal issue. Everything you have with yourself, like every anger and everything else you get, is something internally wrong with you. It's like it is in society. So everything you see that's fucked up means something internally with that is wrong. Because you only see the external. You, you only ever see the effects. You never see the cause and the symptoms. The cause and the symptoms is always hidden below or behind something. You know, it's like when you have a, when you have a sickness, the cough and the sneezing 
and the mucus are symptoms of the sickness. Modern medicine only treats those symptoms. They don't get rid of the cause. They, they, they do corrective maintenance on the, on, the, on the disease, but they don't prevent the whatever is happening underneath it. What's happening underneath it is you got poor health, bad vitamins, bad food, bad circulation, all the other stuff that goes along with it. So if you wanted to stop disease, you have to first stop the source of what's going on. Like your cancers are caused basically by the vaccine you get when you're kids. And then when you go through enough x-rays and, and radiation exposure, like cell phones and TVs and TSA checkpoints and everything else, suddenly the disease starts kicking in because your body's immune system has been disrupted and lowered. So it goes back to the nail. So it goes back to the nail on the foot. They get their, you're taking pain medication for yeah. pain, but you got yeah, the nail out of the foot. The you want, but if you keep the nail in your foot, it ain't gonna have it, and your pain medication ain't gonna work no more eventually. <laughs> yeah. So what we have to do is we have to remove the nail from the foot. So all these problems we're seeing are not a problem of the system; it's a problem of the people interacting with it. And then you got people in control of it who want to keep certain things there low so they can so they can be kings and queens again. Because remember, in this country, everybody became a king. So the, the, the class society lost their class. So now they want to go and reclaim it. They want to reclaim their class so they're not a class act anymore. They're fake class. They're flats. They're flaccid. They're no longer, you know, they're no longer a pillar of society or a wreck. They're now a fallen pillar or, or a flaccid pillar. So basically they have impotence. And they need force. They need force to raise that impotence. So they got to put an injection of Viagra into everything to make everything grow unnatural. But that's really what it's, that's really what it's about. So you have what you have. There's another thing they're not, the religions aren't telling you, is down here on this plane until you leave here, this is everything and anything but love down here. And the pain you feel is, the more pain you feel down here is the further away from love, and it helps you discern that this is not love down here, so you don't get attached to it. That's what it's for. You don't get attached to it. And me, I kind of uh, love the emotional pain somehow, and it gets addictive. But in the addiction, I also get the clarity of thought. Huh? I love you. <laughs> uh, that's really that's really what, what people are, are doing. So what you're doing here is you're, you're seeing everything but love. So all the love people feel is actually an illusion because it's not really love. It's everything but. It's like the stop sign, everything but red. Because red's what you see. The effect. What comes back. So the, the things down here are really not love. It's, it's everything but love. And you're here to learn it and experience it. See, when you move on to the next one, once you experience true, actual love for everybody and everything but yourself, then you're ready to move on to that next stage because that's when you're ready to experience real love, which is respect for everything around you and knowing that your decision, you control your desires and your impulses because when you go to the creator level living, a desire and an impulse can change the course of millions of galaxies. Millions of people, entire universes. One thought has ripple effect, man. So you get a straight thought out there that for my desire, 
and suddenly, boom, now you've changed the course of everything. You know, you can destroy, you can destroy, or you can create. And here's another thing. The powers that be, the guys in charge, are so far away from love that they're actually doing the will of God because they're showing everybody what they don't want. And that's why people are fighting it. They don't want it, but they don't know how to bring it up, so they fight what they don't want and they guarantee what they don't exist. They don't know how to embrace it and love it, so it doesn't exist. Because if you love it, it just is. It doesn't harm you. It doesn't hurt you. It just is. You know, it's like the wind. The wind doesn't harm or hurt harm you. It just is. You know, the rain doesn't hurt and harm. It just is. It's just when you get an abundance of it, then you have a problem. <laughs> You know, but that's the same way with this. So when we're done, the next step of human evolution will be pure love. But at first, they got to go through all this to make sure that they, so people understand what they don't want. And once they don't want it, becomes part of them. That's why it's always impossible to know who you are until you know who you're not. And the only way to know who you're not is to experience it all, to find out what is and is not part of you. Well, yeah, but I, I got to go, guys. We're getting ready to go out to dinner here. So right, man. we're going to go ahead and set this down. All right, brother. But, but yeah, I'll have, it, I'll have it linked up to the site here later. I'll have those documents for you all. Just uh, uh, send me the emails or send me, I'll send you a text so we can download it or email or whatever. Okay, cool. And uh, you all know my email address by now. Yeah, that dude. Huh? You're the dude, man. You're the dude. Yeah. There you go. I love that movie. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just some dude the universe picked for a delivery. I just, I just happen to, I happen to be the universe's best delivery driver. <laughs> they picked me. I'm like, all right. And I question it every now and then. I question it every day. Going, why the hell did you pick me again? I go, man. Yeah. It's I feel like I'm just screwed up, so, you know. But then again, that feeling also gives me the insights because it's a it's a way to turn that emotional energy into, into something else. So I embrace it and love it, and, and when you do that, you kind of get addicted to that pain. So I experience pain and pain only. That's how I know why this is everything but love. Right. Because love, doesn't, love, love should never cause as much pain as I feel down here. Unless you're separated from it. Huh? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and send me the, the trust for the. Uh, I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna do the SS4 form. I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that fax right. That fax tomorrow. Uh, and okay. then send, send me. Well, then the, when, when I get the, when I get the trust, we're gonna go over it. You know, with Eddie, with Eddie. Okay. And we'll we'll, we'll get that done and we'll go over it because I'm I think I'm gonna get it like next week or something. Okay. So we'll see how Excellent. everything goes. But yeah, man. I mean, I think I think we've got it down now to where we can come in under treaty. Everything gets some real remedies. So you come in under treaty and, and get them to enforce it, and it should be done then. Everything sure. else you can set up in the back end. It's just right now you got to. Everybody's got their initial problems they got to deal with. But if they don't get their living truck set up and not stop operating as a debtor, they're going to be seen as one again because that's the nature of this jubilee. So, and so with Michelle's case, 
I would just go into the affidavit, accept the oath of office under this jurisdiction, list the, list list all the list all the violations, and make them liable. Make and give them notice of the, of the violations, making them not liable under under 1715, and then see yep. they But Michelle, if you want to get with me later on today or tomorrow, or whenever we can, I can help. I can I can we can work on that. Do, do you guys do you, do you guys have a suggestion on me answering back the mayor who used his friendly name, not not yeah, well, legal yeah, name? Yeah, the whole thing because he's still he's still an agent. I don't care if he has friendly name or not. He still has a duty to do under the lever code as the commanding officer. You know, okay. like like that like that December second audio how RB came in. You know, the mayor is the is one of the commanding officers in the region, so you know he has to know he has to do this. He has to act accordingly, or else you know he's he can be guilty of a court martial. Under what? The treaty Under the code. Under the code. Yeah. General Order One Hundred. Yeah, General Order One Hundred. There's all courts. All courts are are contracted by the by the U.S. military. To maintain order and peace. That's, okay. that's the field manual. Field manual 27.5 does that. So the, the military comes in and commandeers the courts, and left and and, and and the courts then become contracted to the military to operate in a certain way. So they're obligated. To, they're obligated under to, to, to keep public uh, public order and safety under under yep. the general orders. What is it? Oh, they have they have a duty to maintain public uh, public uh, public safety and order, or public order and safety, or something like that. Yeah, that's Article, that's article 43 of the Hague. Yeah, yeah, they have to do it, and that's 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 all the Lever Code stuff that's been implemented into the Hague. You know, because the Lever Code is one of the is the foundation for almost all those international laws now. That's why yeah, we use Lever Code. Do you get the birth suit authenticated on a non-Hague or a Hague? I get it for a non-Hague.
15 armed spaghetti monsters get the 15 armed spaghetti monster. I don't fucking care what they believe in. That is irrelevant to me. Because all I care about is this public order and safety and your private business, your private business at all times. So, by the sheriff and his cronies throwing out personal property from the second floor, wanton destruction. Well, it looks like this. If, it, if, if, if I kick over the trash can, then I just kicked you. Say it again. If I what? If I if I, if I walk on your property and I kick your and I and I kick over your trash can, I've just kicked you. Okay. Because everything so is attached. A, everything everything is attached to to you. So it's a personal attack. Right. It's an assault. No. 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 It's never good. Kicking over a trash can is a personal attack. Only if you make it personal. Remember, the feminine energy is always the one that initiates an argument, but it's also the one that initiates negotiation. All right. All right. So, so I, taking look, a personal look, I just, guys, I just need to respond stuff. to this email because the mayor used his unofficial name, and it's it's a All private right. email. Oh, okay. So I need same to make thing. it. The same thing. You, you would tell him, look, agents under your control, listen to the RB video, RB audio. He's still the commander-in-chief, so you're coming to him as an injured POW because superior um, superior agents under your under, under your watch have caused injury by these actions. And you're accepting his oath under this treaty, that treaty, everything else that we've been talking about. It's the same response. I don't care if he does it privately or publicly. Yeah, I was just trying to figure out what to say. Yeah. But that's what you're going to tell him, that, that, that agents, that superior agents under command, under, under under the United States command structure, or whatever you want to put in there, have caused injury by these actions in violation of this treaty, this this treaty over here, the Hague, you know, all that stuff. And you're coming in under this, under the Red Cross for care, for, for aid, for, for uh, you know, for aid and support and all that other stuff that's under that Article 5. But anyway, i got to go, guys. i got to jump in the shower, get ready. I'll, uh, I'll see y'all later. Hey, Lisa, give me a call. All right, guys, I'll talk to you later. Take it easy. Bye.